0: Thanks for joining us for the Anchored Daily. This fall, we're learning from Ezra, Nehemiah, and Haggai as we consider how God would have us remain faithful, obedient, and hopeful no matter what comes our way. Hey everyone, thanks for joining. My name is Christian Gonzalez, and I'm the NextGen Ministries Director at our West Pasco campus. As I read today's text in Haggai chapter 2, the focus on what was and is to come reminded me of transformational before and after stories. Now, I don't know about you, but I love listening to stories of people who have struggled with some type of insecurity, whether that's a weight or emotional health. And what they do is they decide to get physically and or emotionally healthy. And what I love seeing, especially sometimes on these shows, is seeing their progress throughout the coming weeks and months. And it's such amazing to see because I feel like I'm a part of that journey as they show their before and after. And always the after looks a lot better than the before. And in a similar way, today's text is all about the before and after. And it's not talking about weight loss or emotional health, none of that. It's about God's temple. In the end of Haggai chapter 1, we see that the people are encouraged to go out and build God's temple. The people were united towards one common goal and were energized to start the rebuilding of God's temple as God promised to go before them. And in chapter 2, verse 3, we read that Haggai turns his attention to the older folks. And these are the people that lived when the original temple was built. And he asked them this question, Who is left among you who saw this house in its former glory? How does it look to you now? Doesn't it seem to you like nothing by comparison? Now let's pause here. Those are folks no doubt probably felt discouraged as they had to rebuild this once beautiful and now destroyed temple. And I think they remember the glory and the majesty of the first temple and how this temple, uh, this new temple that they were going to build would probably never be the same. And I'm guessing, and I picture this, as they picked up the rubble, of that once beautiful temple, sadness overcame them as they remembered what the old days were like. However, there was a purpose for this question. Because if you jump to verse 4, the Lord tells the people, be strong, Joshua, son of Josadak, the high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord, and work for I am with you, declares the Lord Almighty. You see, the Lord wanted to remind his people that his guiding presence would go before them as they continued in the work. And although the temple in its current state didn't look as it did in the past, God promised to be with them as they continued to work. And God doesn't just stop in the present. He goes through the future. And there's this future promise that God made with his people that I think it's very important to know. In verse 9, it says, The final glory of this house will be greater than the first, says the Lord of armies. I will provide peace in this place. This is the declaration of the Lord of armies. What God intended in this verse is to change Israel's perspective. You know, not only were they getting stuck in the past glory of the temple, what, he's, what God is doing is he's reminding them of a future temple, a future temple that would include all people, Jews and Gentiles, a future people that from every ethnic and socioeconomic background that would become God's temple. In short, God wanted the Israelites to see their before and after and how their after would be much greater than the before. So what does this story mean for us today? Well, let's be honest, I think many of us, and including myself, can get stuck on thinking of how things were better in the past, the old glory days, as we call it. A lot of different factors might contribute to this as we see the messiness, messiness of our cultural and political climate in America today. But I want us to step not backward, I want us to step forward and look towards what our future will look like according to the book of Haggai. You see, God tells the Israelites that the final glory will be greater than the first, meaning that the future of the church is in God's hands. And I think we can definitely have a healthy view of the past by celebrating what God has done in the past. But at the same time, we can be hopeful of what God will do in the future. The question then is, will we join God as he builds the future? Will we say yes to joining God's continuing kingdom work? And I hope that we do because I am so excited to see the transformational before and after stories. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you, God, because you are present in the past. You are present in the now and you are present in the future. We thank you, God, because you are building up your church. And Lord, you invite us not because you need us, but you're inviting us to participate in this. You're inviting us to participate not only in the present, but in the future. But Lord, I pray for for us and especially me sometimes when I think about the past and and it gets so easy to get stuck. I pray, Lord, that you remind us that you are with us, that you are still at work, that your glory is not confined to the past, but that your glory is still present today and in the future. Lord, please show us where we can join you in this kingdom work today, tomorrow, the future. Amen. Thanks for joining us again today. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to encourage each other through God's word. Also, make sure to drop a like and subscribe so you're always up to date on the latest Bethel podcast. Don't forget to go to Bethel.ch to check out all the amazing opportunities to connect and serve here at Bethel. Have a blessed day.